down those cards. Cards mean different things at different times. Do you know anything about tarot cards? Oh, Christmas. Gather around, children. Listen to the mystics. <laughs> Journey. Podcast. I'm no mystic. Welcome to Tarot Tangents. This is our shorter segment where we hit on higher level topics about anything and everything tarot. If you've got questions, stories, or just a good old rant you'd like to share, send it into tangents at mysticfooltarot.com. For a chance to be featured. On a previous episode, we introduced tarot birth cards, and we wanted to spend a little bit of time actually talking about some of the interpretations of each pair of birth cards. So heads up, we'll probably do this over the course of a couple of short episodes, since there's a good amount of birth cards and stuff to go through. Yeah, for sure. So Ruth, want to give us a little quick recap on birth cards before we dive in? Heck yeah, I do. So a birth card is the card that's tied to the numbers in your birth date. There, there's a lot of ways you can do it. You can do it yourself, but there's several online calculators that can easily calculate your birth cards for you. So I suggest just Google tarot birth card calculator and do that. Save yourself some headache. And so similar to zodiac signs, birth cards can represent aspects of your character. What you need to know in life and some lessons that you might learn. They might point to different facets of ourself, such as strengths, lessons to learn, and goals to aspire to. Just like a super fun thing to dive into. So today we'll be going over two pairs. We're doing the moon and hermit and the star and strength. And I always like to give little disclaimers because everybody interprets things differently. It's so true. Yeah, it's like, you gotta like, I like to give everybody as much info as possible so they can make their own decisions. When I use tarot cards, I use them more as tools for self-reflection rather than, say, hard and fast predictions or facts. It's totally okay if you read and interpret differently. I'm just stubborn and I prefer to maintain my autonomy and I want to take an active role in like crafting my life. I get a little uh, hyper-independent. When someone's like, but your sign says you do this, I'm like, I'll show you different. <laughs> like, don't come at me. That's definitely something that a person with the strength birth card would say. <laughs> wow. I love this, Ruth. You can just like reaffirm all my life decisions. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be great. Oh, we love it. All right. So with that little disclaimer aside, let's take a look at the moon and the hermit as birth cards. So if the moon and hermit are your birth cards, you may find yourself drawn to developing your inner wisdom. These two cards together tell a story of dedicating ourselves to seeking clarity in uncertain times, integrating our shadow selves into our lives, and using our wisdom to find a path and travel through the darkness. I like personally in the Rider Waite Smith deck that both cards have different kinds of shellfish. Oh, good call out. I know, it's super fun. You know, one's a crayfish or a crawfish, and what's the other one, like a lobster or something? Lobster crab. Yeah, something like that. They're both, you know, aquatic creatures. Aquatic creatures. Yeah, it's always fun to, like, look at the actual imagery and see kind of, like, what do you see mirrored in it? Because, like, when I first think of, like, the imagery, I'm like, cool, the moon is all, like, at night, and the hermit has a star in his lantern, which is another, like, symbol of, like, finding your way in the darkness. So they're, they seem really intertwined when I think about it. Yeah, they both have, like, luminance vibes. Exactly. <laughs> Light the way, which is kind of what one of the big vibes is here. So the moon often speaks of, like, uncertainty, the unconscious mind, dreams, secrets, illusions. 
Um, in the darkness, our thoughts and dreams can be distorted and our imaginations can run away with us. I think we've all had moments where like, we're in the dark and our brain just goes wild with all the things that could happen. If you've ever been on a camping trip, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> the shadows of night can also be kind of like a comforting cover that allow us to kind of like dream and transform and be whoever we want to be. So it can be a quiet moment, too, to take time for ourselves and acknowledge everything that lives within us below the surface of everyday life. Such a peaceful card. The moon is such yeah. a peaceful card. I love it. It's one of my favorites. And I think a lot, I think it sometimes gets a bad rap because everyone's like, ooh, I've, re I've seen like some readings where like they take like the super negative turn where it's like, oh, your unconscious mind is controlling you and things are getting out of control. Which yeah, can be true. But I was like, oh, but I... What about all that other good stuff? Like, I like nighttime. It's my jam. The surface of the card is like illusion mm -hmm. and things are not as it seems. Ooh. But if you like take, if you dive in a bit deeper, then it's actually, you know, has a, a more nuanced, you know, meaning, I think. Yeah, 100%. Which plays really well with the hermit. And the hermit is this person traveling through solitude, darkness, the nighttime. And they're deep in self-reflection and seek knowledge that they'll end up probably sharing with others as they light their path. And their path is lit by the star in their lantern, like we talked about. And just like a lantern in the dark, the hermit's wisdom and self-reflection brings insight to their own inner shadows. Yeah, I love the hermit card. I think everybody loves the hermit card. He's just such a sweet old man. Yeah, I haven't met anybody who's like scared of it or doesn't like it or gets... I mean, maybe that's just because all my friends, they're also introverts. Yeah, we're all introverts. Yeah, I think maybe an extrovert wouldn't love the hermit. Yeah, like, you want me to be alone with my thoughts? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like, uh, you know, a lazy card or anything. There's definitely, like, indications that this dude has done the work and that sort of thing. And this is kind of like the, the distillation of everything he's gone through, you know, and... So in a lot of ways, the hermit reminds me of like a finish line in a sense mm. where it's like we can see this light up ahead and that's where kind of things might end. So that's kind of how I interpret it, too. So hopeful. I like that. Yeah, it's mm. fun to look forward to. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. Honestly, when I get the card, I'm like, ah, sick. This is licensed for me to stay home alone this weekend. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes if you if these are your birth cards, some challenges that might be associated with these cards are. You know, if you're feeling stuck, if you're staying in the same place despite wanting or needing something new or better, you know, when the hermit lets the darkness and subconscious take control, then we can become, you know, frozen in fear, like we talked about, when you just let your anxiety and your imagination run wild. You know, we, we might allow ourselves to stay in familiar places long past our time, like even if it's not like the healthiest or the best because we've allowed our fear of the unknown and the darkness around us to take control. Everybody's path is different. So you just got to take stock of where you're at, look around and see where you're headed or if this is where you end or, you know, what what, what your path looks like from, from this point on from the hermit. Mm -hmm. So there's rarely... Like these cards, both of them dealing with like subconscious and shadows and things that are uncertain. Like there's rarely one clear answer on what step you should take next in life. But that's part of the lesson to learn with these two cards is that you should just keep moving. Like the hermit reminds us to keep moving forward 
in spite of there not being a clear direction because he's in the dark he's on a path that he can't necessarily like see ahead but it's his drive and his inner wisdom and self-reflection that are helping him continue to move forward through this and he's experiencing the nighttime in all its different forms so you know the act of seeking and exploring the depths of ourselves is more important and probably more rewarding than the destination itself so like you know, just keep swimming. Just just keep swimming. TLDR, just keep swimming. Yeah, it's so funny that it just happens to be that they're both like nighttime cards. I know. You know? Like he's, you know, you could put the moon like up here and him down here and he's just walking the path. Yeah, he's going through that. Like maybe he's on that path that you see in the moon card coming out of the water. He's coming out of the subconscious traveling along. <laughs> just start to look at similarities and differences between the images and you're going to you're going to form your own interpretation based off of where you are in life. Yeah, totally. And we can apply that same, you know, method to the next birth cards we're talking about, the star and the strength, right? Oh, heck yeah, we can. So yeah, star and strength. I might be a little biased, so obviously feel yeah, free to- Yeah, they're your birth cards, are my birth. Yes, they are. So feel free to jump in if you're like, mm, Hannah, come on. No, you're going <laughs> to nail it. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe my overconfidence, <laughs> my over-revving of the strength card might might tip the scales. So if the strength and the star cards are your birth cards, you might be drawn towards self-mastery, creativity, renewal, and you could act as inspiration and a source of hope for others when you go through your own journey. These cards together show us how to be both strong and soft, kind yet firm, you know, they embrace dualities um, and they guide us to embrace all aspects of ourselves to create this harmony. Yeah. And it's so interesting how their perfect harmony that they have with each other is like shown even in like the traditional Rider Waite Smith tarot cards. Like the star is a nude woman, you know, drinking water. And then the strength is a fully clothed, maybe even overclothed woman, you know, with a lion. So they really do you know, complement each other well in, you know, even the imagery of the cards. Oh, yeah. And they kind of, they show off that duality where, like, the strength is super bright and yellow and vibrant, but then the star is very calm. It's got the blues and cool tones. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So strength, getting into that, like, strength depicts the ability to balance and embrace duality. So it shows, like, confidence, courage, and self-discipline. There's many versions of strength. Compassion, self-expression, kindness, and forgiveness are all forms of strength. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like I like to add, like, it takes strength to do many things. Like, it is very easy to, like, give into your initial emotions and, like, lash out or retreat. But when you can start to see strength as so many different facets, that's when you start to get, like, really good, interesting nuances. Especially you can see it in this card. Because, you know, we have what we normally think of. We have the lion with, like, decisiveness, leadership courage assertiveness but then you have the woman who is taming the lion with compassion and kindness it's like they both are working together one could easily overtake the other if you don't have that like self-discipline and discernment so it's very much about like balancing those two different sides of yourself so you know have boundaries be compassionate but have boundaries you know <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah be assertive but don't be a dick we've got you know both sides of this card so it's very much about embodying the combination of all forms of strength, both physical, emotional, mental, and the discernment to know when to use each type of strength. Both of these cards speak to the importance of like 
evolving your own ideas of emotional intelligence, I guess. Like, they're both, like, very into, like, you know, the different kinds of strength that there are. But also, you know, it's not that the strength, the star is all, you know, quote, good things. You know, it also is about, like, I'm sure the star card has a lot of, like, uh, tendencies to you know, help more lost causes than should. <laughs> so the strength kind of helps her put in boundaries in place and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it, there are two cards that very much speak to expanding your ideas of certain like archetypes in what they do. Definitely. Yeah. To get back into that, like with the star, the star specifically speaks of like that healing through embodying those dualities and understanding how everything is interconnected in nature, including us. We are a part of nature. We are not separate from it. So like we see that with the woman where, you know, she has one foot in the waters of spirituality and and intuition. And then her other foot is like grounded on land and like the material world, the pragmatic. And the star is showing like the harmony and interconnectedness between these two different realms. And so it kind of like reminds us that, hey, while we have strength and being assertive and taking action, it also reminds us that we need rest and we need healing and renewal. Like that is also a form of taking care of yourself and strength. And so like we will be renewed and inspiration and creativity can flow through us if we work on achieving that balance between our multifaceted selves. Yeah, absolutely. Like the doing the work is the most crucial part of here. You know, we talk about how these two cards are perfect balances for each other, but they're only perfect balances if you put in the work to balance them. (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, we're not saying it easy. We're not saying this is a walk in the park. But they are a reminder that, like, if you're over-revving one way, then, you know, look to the opposite to go, what am I missing? What's going on? So, yeah, that's part of the, actually, great segue, Ruth. That's part of the, the like, challenges that people with this these cards might face is, like, maintaining balance. So, you know, when you're thinking of, like, the self-reflection side, it's what areas of your life are you neglecting? Are there areas of your life that you're allowing to take over? So you're, like, really under taking care of yourself in other ways. It could be, like, I'm over-revving on my job, and now I'm miserable because my health is suffering, you know, <laughs> things like that. Or are you exerting your strength in harmful ways? You know, ooh, ooh, I know that's you're like, ooh, but they're my strengths. How could they be weaknesses? Two things can be true. Duality. Exactly. Compassion and nurturing all sound great, but they can turn into things like emotional manipulation if you have ulterior motives. Yeah. Just like being assertive and ambitious can be very good, but if you over-rev on those, it could be misused anger and aggression, and then you have lashing out, which is also not good, you know? So, you know, TLDR, with these two cards, you contain multitudes, we all do, so, like, allow yourself to heal and grow, to rest and act and experience all different facets and try and find that, like, balance between the between the two yeah absolutely and tarot is a great way to you know kind of keep all those things in check for you you pull a card and you're thinking about a scenario and it just offers you a different perspective on that scenario and you see whether or not it resonates Mm -hmm. thus concludes this incredible episode (laughs) thus concludes on the moon and the strength and star cards birth cards so sick i'm so happy we're doing this i i love talking about birth cards and i love people that want to talk about birth cards more And I think it's awesome that we're doing this. I dig it. I kind of like it. 
Uh, don't don't come at me, but I kind of like it more than Zodiac signs. Ooh, controversial Ooh. take. Spicy. But, you know, I might be with you there, dog. I don't know. I don't know. We all have our preferences. Maybe I'll learn more and be convinced. Truly, I just get real hard-headed about anything that tells me I'm supposed to be a certain way, so, you know. Well, and we can even, we can second place astrology to this, because isn't the star Aquarius and the strength is Leo? Yes, it is. That's true. Yeah, you can add those layers on top. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I'm not an Aquarius or a Leo, so what? (laughs) Right? Well, don't forget to subscribe and drop a review so we can find new fans and tell your friends and follow us on all of our socials. Our handles are Sweet Death Inc. and Mystic Fool Tarot on all platforms. See you later. Thank you.